You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. And I am glad to be here. Boy, has this week been something. Um, I have been in touch with a lot of people who are in situations that they may not have realized were as bad as they were until this crisis has taken a lot out of us. It's taken our schedules away, it's taken our extracurriculars away, and it's put people in situations that are different than their normal life before this pandemic crisis happened. Um, I think about you guys all the time. I hope everybody is doing well. There's a few things that I have changed because of this. One is right now, if you are in a situation where you are in a house or in a place where you are very or in close proximity to the person or people in your life that are not healthy for you, you may want to take advantage of the uh, online program. So when I started doing this um, as a career, I took private clients and walked them through the program. When I realized not everybody can be on the phone, not everybody can meet me in person to go through a private coaching program, I took the time to write my program in a written self-study type format that is available on my website and right now we have a code for it for half price so if you are one that has really been searching for answers and you feel like there's something wrong in your relationship or relationships in your life uh, whether it's in the household or maybe you're taking this time to really evaluate um, co-workers maybe you're evaluating some friend circles that now that you've been separated from them you're feeling better if you need more information on the character traits and the programs that I take people through, it is available in an online format. So you can go to the uh, website and, and go to the, I think the tab is get started and you'll see all the different options that there is to work with me at different capacity. And on there is the online program. If you click on that, um, you you can read the description of the online program. There is also now a link that talks about COVID-19 and the shelter in place and the effect that it's having on many people. You can also click on that and it will take you uh, to the page that also has the Free to Me online program. The coupon code for half price on that program is VIRUS2020, capital V-I-R-U-S 2020, and that's all capital. That will get you half price to that program, but it is a great way for you to be able to learn while you're in your house or when you're working on some of the things that you might be questioning. Because of course, a lot of the focus for myself in the last couple of weeks has been with people who are 
in very close quarters with their toxic person. But it was also it also was brought to my attention that people who have had toxic friends, toxic social circles, toxic coworkers, toxic extended family members that are now separated from them and able to cut themselves off are feeling a lot more calm. They're feeling a lot more peace, a lot less criticism, a lot more self-confidence. So it, this program can be used for either type of scenario. What I'm really asking you to do is while we're in this situation, this is your opportunity to really look closely at the relationships with the different people that you have in your life. Pay attention to how you're feeling about the different relationships that you have. So again, go on the website. I think the COVID um, announcement is right on the homepage, but the coupon code for 50% off is virus 2020. That was one announcement. The second announcement is if you are in situations that are unhealthy right now and you're struggling because of the isolation and, and because of being cut off even more so from your support systems and you are not in the Strength Within support group, um, I would highly recommend getting in there. Uh, we are adding, we're adding people, more and more people every day. Strength Within is a private Facebook group that um, I run it. It is very positive, it is very encouraging, and within that group we're helping you understand that you are not in this situation by yourself. The comforting thing about that group is everyone in that group understands. They've been through some type of relationship in their life that is unhealthy for them. Everyone in the group is at a different stage in healing and recovery. So it's a spot where you can go and you can be as active as you want. You can just read. You can pop on and encourage. If you want to tell part of your story, go ahead. If you have a certain situation that you're needing some support with, go ahead and throw it out there. Um, the people in this group are very, very welcoming, very, very open to hearing what you need. Um, that group is open to males or females. I always have to tell the males, I'm sorry, you're outnumbered in there, but they're all still very nice. So don't be afraid if you're searching for that to, to go ahead and jump in there because that is the, the strongest, most supportive group of people I've ever met in my life. So again, that's Strength Within. You'll search it on Facebook and there's some entry questions that you'll have to answer. Don't be afraid to answer them. I am the only one that sees the answers to those questions and I am the only one that admits or rejects people um, coming into that group. So again, I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all staying safe. I hope you're all washing your hands and making the best of this strange time that we're living through. I want to switch up how I approach the podcast today. Normally we are talking about the toxic traits, what toxic people do, why they do it, understanding how you respond to them, how you can keep conflict down, how you're supposed to not react when they want a reaction. Today, we are going to turn the tables just a little bit on the perspective, okay? If we can't quite figure out if somebody in our life is toxic or not, we could literally spend years trying to decide that because every time you see a sign or something that says, yes, I think this is unhealthy, the toxic person then takes over, changes their tactics, and makes you question the fact that they're really toxic again, right? So we like to give excuses for the toxic people. Well, maybe they have a diagnosis. Maybe they had a bad upbringing. Maybe it was a bad day, right? And 
if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I am big on educating you on the character traits of the toxic person. That's what I do because how else are you going to know if you're not educated on it? But let's change it up today and let's use this time to talk about you. If you're spending so much time trying to figure out if somebody is toxic or not, or somebody is unhealthy for you or not, or if you have to change the dynamic of that, that relationship, let's take a break just for a minute. Because as you know, you can read stuff on toxic people, narcissistic personalities, bipolar personalities, and living with these type of people and dealing with this type of people in your life. You could read articles till next week, Tuesday, right? So today let's look at it from a little bit different uh, viewpoint. Let's talk about how have you changed through this relationship? You know, how have you adapted? What types of processes have you gone through so that you're safe living in this environment? How do you act? You know, how do you react? So now rather than thinking about the toxic person and what they do, I want to think for a little bit about you and what you do and why you do it. What does someone who has been affected by a toxic traits of others, someone who's been affected by emotional abuse, someone who's been affected by manipulation, what does that person look like? What do you look like? What does that person act like? What do they feel like? You know, how does somebody who's been through toxic relationships or repetitive toxic relationships, how do they see themselves? How do they see the world? So rather than talking about the toxic person for the hundredth time, we're going to talk about you. And with doing that, if we can't figure out if somebody is toxic or not by watching their traits and how they treat you, let's take it from a different approach and let's talk about you. I'm going to go through a series of questions. And this, again, is not all-encompassing. This is not you know, black and white, this is not definite. This is just thought provoking. Do you find yourself constantly apologizing? Okay, one of the first things I talk about with clients on the phone is, are you taking the blame? Do you end up taking fault for a lot of stuff? People who've been through emotional abuse and people that have been involved with toxic controlling type people have been trained to take the blame. And when you're trained to take the blame or, or assume fault in things, we begin apologizing. We apologize for everything. We apologize for things we don't need to apologize for. You bump into somebody in the kitchen and, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, there's a lot of things that we apologize for that we don't need to apologize for because we haven't done anything wrong. But if you find yourself over-apologizing or you've been in a situation where somebody that knows you go, goes, stop apologizing. You don't have to say you're sorry for everything. That is something that I want you to think about. If you've been told that by a close friend or somebody who is close to you that you apologize too much, take that to heart because you've probably been trained to apologize. And then when you apologize, what, is, what has to be followed up with the apology? Oh, now I got to fix it. We apologize and we fix. We apologize and we fix. That's us assuming responsibility for the toxic traits and the toxic behavior of other people and then fixing it or covering it up or defleeting conflict. 
So if you find yourself apologizing a lot, that may be a sign that you've been involved with toxic people or people that portray their toxic traits on you. Another thing that I see a lot of times in my clients is, and this isn't just in clients, but we tend to be very good at deflecting compliments, right? How do you take a compliment? Toxic people like to take our identity. They like to take our self-confidence. They like to take our self-esteem. So by the time you realize you're in a toxic relationship, your self-worth is pretty beat down. So when someone gives you a compliment, we tend to deflect them. We don't accept them. We give them a compliment right back. Somebody says, hey, I like your hair. And what do you say? Oh, thanks, it's sturdy. Or I like your shirt. Thanks, I got it at the thrift store. You know, I love the way you've decorated your house. Oh, thanks, it's just, it's all, um, it's all really old, right? You're deflecting the compliment that somebody is giving you because you don't deem yourself worthy of accepting it. So if you're one that has a hard time accepting compliments, that may be a sign that you've been affected by the toxic traits of other people, okay? So if that's you, I want you to challenge yourself this week that if somebody gives you a compliment, the only thing you may say back is thank you. And for many of you, that's gonna be very hard, okay? Thank you. If you feel like you need to return the compliment or return a compliment, you have to wait 24 hours. So it's about receiving. And when you receive a compliment, you can actually stop, absorb it, and there'll be a little bit of self-esteem spark that goes along with that. But when you go, oh yeah, thanks, I got it at Goodwill, you don't absorb the compliment at all, right? You deflect it onto somebody else. So this week, if you're a compliment deflector, all you may say is thank you. Do you find yourself breaking down during small disagreements? I remember I used to be able to handle stress and disagreements like crazy. I could carry the weight of the world in a disagreement. And then as things started getting worse and I, start, I was in a toxic environment longer, it could be about the smallest thing and I couldn't keep it together. It's part of that is your body reacting. You know, you go through these long, long conversations that end up in verbal competitions and at the end you apologize and you take fault for it and sometimes you've gone through silent treatment and just to get the silent treatment over, you apologize and you take responsibility for the fight. And it causes a lot of turmoil within, especially within the, your body physically. The anxiety, the blood pressure, the, you know, the constant walking on eggshells, the tension that you feel. So when you've been in that environment long enough and small disagreements come up, your body's going to react just like it's a big one. Your body doesn't understand the differentiation between stresses. All it knows is that, oh, we got to react to stress. So if you're finding yourself breaking down or blowing up or losing it when there's very small disagreements that should be normally handled well and easily, that may be a sign that you've been conditioned to fight. You've been conditioned to defend. You've been conditioned to take fault and your body reacts to small disagreements just like it should react to big disagreements. Do you find yourself needing a lot of reassurance when you're making a decision or you're making changes? Okay, this 
was me to a T. I was always growing up pretty outgoing, pretty independent. I mean, I did worry about what other people thought coming through high school and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I was really just Heidi. But as I moved through the toxic relationships in my life, I felt things change in me. And I felt hesitation in making life changes, making small changes. I felt hesitation in making decisions on my own. And really what happens with that is a toxic person doesn't really force you to make decisions, but they manipulate you into seeing that one way or the other is the only option. And back to the stick fetcher, are you a stick fetcher? They've trained you that if you make a decision, they're gonna make sure that you know it's the wrong one regardless of what you decide. Okay, I'm gonna have a salad for dinner. Well, this restaurant really charges way too much for their salads, why are you eating a salad? Okay, well then I'm gonna have this. Well, that's pretty fattening, you shouldn't have that either. Okay, the toxic person isn't really telling you what you have to have, they're just telling you what's wrong with everything you've picked. So what do you do in response to that? You quit picking and you watch what they order and you see what they're spending and then you can kind of copy it and hope that you won't get criticized for it. It's the same thing with making changes. We get really worried about the what ifs. Well, what if it's the wrong decision? Well, what if this happens? Well, what if I don't know what to do? What if I can't make it? You know, and you get yourself kind of painted into a little box that you're used to and everything in that little box is safe. So when it comes to making a change, the what ifs are too scary, so you just stay in your little painted box because you're safe there and it's okay. So if you find yourself having to have a lot of reassurance or asking people what their opinion is of um, decisions you should make or changes you should make, if you don't feel the confidence in yourself in not making the right decision or not making the right change, that may be a sign that yes, you have been affected by the toxic traits and manipulation of somebody else. Do you feel like you are not enough? Do you feel like you're not enough for people? Do you feel like you're not enough to achieve things that you want? Do you feel like you're not enough to actually be happy? That's always something everybody else gets, but I don't get it. You know, Jane, she's over there. She's happy. She's confident. But I don't, I, I don't feel like I'm enough to be happy and confident. You know, I'd really like to go back to school, but, you know, I'm scared. Like, what if my brain doesn't work and what if I can't, if I can't learn? And then what if I do graduate and then I'm bad at the job? And then I should have just stayed where I was at because I'm not going to be good at it anyway. If you're continually doubting what you can contribute and how people see you and if you're good enough for people and if people are going to like you, that may be a indication that you've been affected by toxic traits of others. Do you notice that when somebody criticizes you, even if they don't mean to be criticizing, you take it very, very seriously? Any type of constructive criticism from anybody, not even from a toxic person, criticisms from anybody cause hypersensitivity. Even if you don't really know them that well, you will take criticisms so much to heart that it will, it will almost paralyze you into moving forward. You know, and they may be criticisms that don't even really matter. 
They may be criticisms that aren't even true. You know, you have a, a fellow parent criticizing you about your parenting skills when you know that everything you've done in your life was to be a good parent, but you still find yourself, you know, reading parenting articles and going to parenting classes and, and because so-and-so said I was a bad parent. Okay, if you in your heart know that you've done everything you can and you really feel like a good parent until she said something about it, chances are you're a really good parent. Chances are she has some insecurities about her parenting ability. But if you take criticisms like that to heart, even when you know the truth and your gut knows that that criticism is probably not valid, we overthink it and we take we take it very seriously. And because somebody else said it, it must be true. Now we have to fix it. So if you're one that takes criticisms very, very seriously, that may be an indication. Uh, do you hide your feelings to protect yourself? Okay, this goes very, very deep. Um, we talk about being numb and um, not being happy and not being sad. That goes right along with the body protecting itself. Your body is going to protect itself from pain. Just like in a state of hypothermia, your body quits sending blood. I think the UPS man must be here because I hear the dog barking. Um, your body keeps sending blood to the extremities because it keeps blood in the organs where the life is, right? Well, if your feelings continually are getting hurt and um, you're always questioning yourself on things, your body's going to protect your feelings. So what it does is it doesn't let you get too happy and it doesn't let you get too sad because it needs to protect. So what happens is you're, you become numb. If you get up every morning and your feelings are hurt every day by someone, you know, the first few times that hurts. Well, by the 14th day, if you get up and they say the exact same hurtful words, you're kind of getting used to it. So what's happening is your body is desensitizing you and your mind to the hurtfulness of those words. So basically you become numb to hurtful words. You become numb to criticism. You become numb to a lot of the stuff that we should have feelings for. So if you feel like I can't get really happy and I can't get really sad, but I used to be happy and sad, that's because your body has protected yourself from emotional pain. And that's, that's what the body knows to do. It knows to protect itself. The body is very adaptable. Um, Okay, I lost my train of thought. Do you spend time and money on everybody else but don't spend a lot of time and money on you? You'll do things for your kids, <coughs> excuse me, for your kids, for your friends, for, for people you don't even know. You'll spend time and money on people like that, but when it comes to you, you won't spend money on yourself. You won't spend time on yourself. You won't take the time to do what you need to fulfill the things that you need, right? I, I've said it to three patients in the la or clients in the last two days. The relationship you have with yourself is the most important relationship you will ever have. The minute you start putting your relationship with somebody else in front of the relationship you have with yourself, that's where your self-worth, self-esteem, and your value of yourself starts to go down. So when you see yourself spending time and money and energy on other people that you won't spend on yourself, that's probably a sign that someone in your life has made you feel like you are not worth it, which is entirely incorrect. You are totally worth it. Do you find yourself agreeing to things 
that the old you didn't agree to or that you would never agree to, but you're trying to avoid conflict. You just go along with it. You don't really give your opinion. You just keep your mouth shut and what everybody else wants, that's what we'll do, even if it doesn't match your value system. You know, and when I have clients go through my, my private program, we go through what are your top values. Because when you're involved in relationships with toxic people, you adopt the values of them to keep conflict down. You know, they like to lie. If you don't go up against them and you know they're lying and you let them lie, that basically says you've adopted the value that lying is okay. You know, and that sounds terrible because I'm sure most of you don't feel like lying is one of your values. But we lose what our values are because they become clouded with the values system of the toxic and unhealthy people in our life. That's just how it is. So when you go through, oh, my husband just came in and handed me a check. This is the best day of my life. Anyway, I don't think he knew I was doing a podcast, but it is very nice to be able to sit at home in my home office and I get to watch him walk past the windows. It's like the best thing. Okay, so we're back to do you agree to things that you wouldn't normally agree to because your value system has been changed by the toxic traits of others? When, when you are trying to discover yourself and rediscover yourself, it is imperative that you dig deep enough to find what your true values are, to find what it is that really means something to you. Because if you don't know who you are and what your value system is, we let other people's values sneak in our lives and, for lack of a better term, corrupt again who we really are. So when I do work with people, the value system is something huge because once you know your values, that's a roadmap for your life. Then all you have to do when you're making decisions and making changes or questioning things is you put your top values up against the decision you're trying to make. And if your top values is what you're saying is important to you right now, then if you make the decision that is supported by your values, you know you're living for you. But we spend so much of our time living for other people that our value system becomes cloudy. So any of these um, questions that I have just gone over, if you have felt like that, then maybe there's a possibility that you have been affected by the toxic traits of others. And I'll go through those questions really quick. Are you finding yourself constantly apologizing? Are you one that does not accept compliments? Do you break down in small disagreements? Do you need a lot of reassurance about decisions and changes? Do you feel like you are not enough for people, achievements, or happiness? Do you notice that you take criticisms very seriously? Do you hide your feelings to protect yourself? Do you agree to things you wouldn't normally agree to to avoid conflict? Do you spend time and money on others freely, but don't spend it on yourself. These are just questions I want you to really think about because if you've been struggling with, are they toxic or are they not? If you have some or all of these, chances are you've been somewhere in your life affected by the toxic traits of others. If you have not gone on the website and taken the toxicity profile analysis, I strongly recommend you do that. It is lengthy. But what it is, is it's 106 questions. You will get a result that says mild, moderately, or severely affected by the toxic traits of others. The results I get on my end 
are a lot different. Each one of those questions correlates to one of the 21 character traits that I teach in my programs. So when I look at the results that you have sent in, I can see exactly what type of personality you're dealing with. Anywhere from mildly toxic all the way up to what the most severely toxic type of personality that I've dealt with. So that when, you, when and if you decide to do a consultation with me or to do a session or to work with me privately or whatever, even if it's just listening to the podcast, I can look at that and I already know what type of personality you're dealing with. So we're that much farther ahead. It's very exhausting when I get on the phone with somebody for them to tell me what's been going on for the last 15 years. So if I have those results in front of me, we don't even have to talk about it because I already know what they're doing and I already know why they're doing it. So we can start right off with giving you some tools to move forward and giving you some steps to understand what they're doing. So if you haven't taken that, I would encourage you to take that. It's quite the eye-opener. There is another quiz on my website also. Um, it's on the front page. It's very easy to find. And it just is a little bit lighter on maybe the situation that you're in in your life right now. So if you haven't been over to the website for a while, jump over there. And also don't forget that the program is half price uh, for this time that we're um, struggling with the world crisis. Because I think uh, you've all heard that your um, abuse and your domestic violence hotlines and your toxic people are inflamed this during this time. So if you've been looking for help, there is no time better than right now. Um, I am also taking individual sessions right now. If you just want to do one call with me, I'm, I'm absolutely open to doing that. Um, you can pay for a session on the website also. And because you're a podcast listener, use 25OFF for $25 off an individual session. I love having feedback. If any of you out there have topics you want me to cover in podcasts, let me know. I have recently put out a couple on my social media where I was guests on other people's podcasts. So if you haven't caught up with that, they're on my Instagram and my Facebook page, which is Coaching with Dr. Heidi. So I hope everybody is doing well. And again, stay safe and wash your hands. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at coachingwithdrheidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic.